Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So, Please stick around to the end of the show, and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. And oh my goodness. We got a special guy here today. His name is Charles Reed with Get Payroll, but I'm so excited because as we were chatting before we came on the air, he was sharing with me his love for yoga. And I told him that yoga and I didn't get along too well. But anyway, Charles, great to have you on the show, my friend. Very, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Now, Charles, if you don't mind, please give our listeners and our viewers a quick overview of exactly what your company does. Get Payroll provides payroll and payroll-related services to small and medium-sized businesses around the U.S. It's payroll, uh, which means we take the information that they have. We have provide timekeeping as well. <clears throat> we create the payments, whether it be checks, direct deposits, debit cards, or crypto now. Uh, we call the employees uh, or send the checks to the employer. Uh, we file all the tax returns, we pay all the tax deposits, we create the W-2s, all the year-end forms. So all the client has to do, he has to do two things. Send us the amount of time for everybody uh, and have money in the bank for us to, to draft and pay people. Outstanding. And how long have you been doing this? Just over 30 years. <laughs> You're like me. I've been in my own company now for 30 plus years as well. So this is cool. I love it. I do too. I, I, I cannot imagine going back to work for somebody else. Uh, exactly. Now, what's retire? The, there you go. And and listen, you you you're on your way, man. You're in in a yoga. You, you your best days are ahead of you, <laughs> right? So, Char, let me ask you a question. What's the biggest problem that you solve for your clients? I mean, when it comes to payroll and payroll processing, how? What do you see when you sort of look out into the into the industry? Compliance. Mm. We're compliance experts. I'm a CPA and a U.S. tax court practitioner. Okay. Which means I can represent my clients in tax court, even though I'm not an attorney. Gotcha. Most of my competitors, if not all of them, don't have those kind of capabilities available for their clients. Mm. So when there's a problem, whether it be the client screwed up or the IRS is screwed up, and believe me, the IRS makes millions of mistakes a year, okay? Mm. Most of my competitors can't handle that effectively. Mm. I, on the other hand, take a Form 2848 from each of my clients, which is an IRS limited power of attorney, and it allows me to advocate for my clients directly with the Internal Revenue Service. Huh. And I'm, this is what I do. I know how to do it effectively. In many cases, I know the law better than the IRS does because this is this is my full-time job and has been 
for longer than most of them have ever been at the IRS, let alone the job they're in at the IRS. And let's be honest, they're civil servants. Uh-huh. They don't have the same and drive that we in business have in terms of success and knowledge. That's not that they're bad people. Don't don't misunderstand me. These are, frankly, for the most part, good people. They're mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, sons, daughters, uh, you know, and they work at their job and they try to be good at it. But the IRS is under budget. Some of the technology goes back to the 1960s. Wow. They've got, oh yeah, still old IBM mainframe computers. Uh, They have a lot of internal problems and Congress has not made it easier for them. So they make millions of mistakes. Systems don't talk to each other. People aren't trained. COVID has put it, you know, they just announced that they're finally going to finish processing all the returns from last year. Not this year, last year. They're finally going to get caught up on last year. So they're, they're, you know, at one point in time, Sunita Lowe, who's the deputy commissioner, was telling me that there were at least 18 million pieces of unopened mail. Whoa, holy cow. That was during COVID. And so the IRS has serious problems. Now, things your listeners don't probably know is the IRS cannot penalize you for a simple mistake. Hmm. The, The law is written by Congress. And if you just make a mistake, they can't penalize you. They can only penalize you for gross negligence. Guess mm, who defines gross negligence? <laughs> the IRS says everything is gross negligence. I mean, that's and like when the they end, put a lien on somebody, right? And the lien may have been a mistake. Oh, it happens all the time. Yeah. Happens all the time. The IRS in fiscal 19 issued $13 billion of employment tax penalties. Woo. Number of billions were. Uh, abated, reversed by people like me who knew what they were doing. Mm. But if you don't know what you're doing, you can't deal with the IRS. You, you, the analogy I use is when I grew up, Pele was the world's best soccer player. Yes. Maybe the best soccer player of all time. Yes. Wonderful. Still alive. Mm. But if you put him in a New York Yankees uniform at second base, he's lost. <laughs> he doesn't know the game, the equipment, pick up the ball with his hands. You know, he's still a great athlete, but he's lost. So if you have an entrepreneur, a small businessman that's out there making a living, taking care of his clients, doing great work. And now you say, okay, go deal with the IRS. He's Pele at second base. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm, I'm the professional ball player at second base and, and I know what I'm doing. Don't put me on a soccer field. Okay. But at second base, Man, I'll scoop it up and, and toss them out in a heartbeat. Now, let me ask you this question. There's a lot of people, a lot of companies, from individuals to big companies in your industry. I, I don't need to tell you that. And as you know, this is the Brand Ford Leadership Podcast, so we're all about branding here, big branding, as a matter of fact. What makes your company different from all the other choices that are out there? How do you, how do you distinguish yourself? It is the compliance. And so we, we push that constantly. Uh, I, my newest book, The Payroll Book, is a guide for small businesses and startups. Uh, it was published by Wiley recently. Uh, this is now my business card. I keep a box of them in my truck of my car. So if I, if I run across somebody and I say, you know, something comes up about payroll, I can go give them a book. Uh, if you're, any of your listeners would like a copy of it, 
If they'll go to theparelbook.com, enter the discount code podcast, we will ship them free of charge a copy of the book. I love it. I love it. So you have because, a... Go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Because if they're interested enough to order the book, they're a potential client. And if they get into all the stuff in the book or in their payroll and they say, God, this is more than I want to do, my phone number's in the book. So why is your way better than other payroll options out there? I understand about compliance, but it sounds like you're, you have a process, you have a method, you have a way of, a way of doing this, perhaps? And we've developed our processes and, and, and how we handle compliance problems uh, over the last 30 plus years. I mean, I'm a lot better at it now than I was 30 years ago. I promise you. Okay. <laughs> I spent three years just recently on the IRS Advisory Council where I was in D.C. meeting with the IRS five times a year, solving problems for them, advising them on situations. So I had had lunch with the new commissioner several times. I met all the commissioners of the various business entities within the IRS, uh, chief of appeals, uh, and and really understand how the IRS works now much better than I used to. So all that knowledge I put together for my clients for no additional charge. It's all built into the price of the payroll, which is competitive anyway. Mm -hmm. So they get a whole panoply of expertise that they can't get elsewhere. If you're with one of my big competitors, I won't use their name, but their initials are ADP. And you ask to speak to a CPA, talk to one. Now they have a whole floor of them that do their accounting, but they're not available to their clients. So if you want professional advice, they'll tell you to call your own CPA. And if your own CPA really understood payroll, he'd be doing your payroll. Okay? Yeah. You don't get compliance from my competitors. You don't get that expertise. You don't get somebody that can file a petition in tax court. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't get 30 years of experience, professional experience available by picking up the phone. That's what makes us unique. I love that. And it also sounds like what really perhaps bugs you in your industry or all these other payroll processing companies out there who don't have the compliance component, but yet here you have the small business owner and they have no idea that they should really be paying attention to that, right? But it doesn't bug me. In fact, I'm, I'm, capitalize no. on it because oh, yes. they don't have it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I don't want them to have it because if, if clients have problems and we get constantly clients that I with this company or with that company, they won't do this. They can't do that. This screwed up. I got penalized and they couldn't fix it. I love it. Just new clients for me. I like that. I like that. So what do you see a lot of companies wasting their time and money on them when it comes to processing payrolls? For a small businessman, why in God's name would you want to spend time on a task that you can outsource for a pittance? It's so much more valuable working on your business mm. than doing clerical work. Look, we've got equipment, software, people who do this for a living. Mm. They do it day in and day out. They're experts at it. We, we have very expensive software. We have hardware. We have ends with our banks. We have ends with the EFTPS. We have ends with the Internal Revenue Service. Things that a small businessman cannot reproduce with 
you know, without spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and years of time. Mm. So why take an hour or two a week or every two weeks on payroll when you can do it in five minutes and have that other two hours to work on your business? And the cost is, is, is a pittance. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, you mentioned how the IRS is still using IBM mainframe computers. I would imagine you come across a lot of small businesses who are probably doing a lot of outdated things, if that's a good way to put it, when it comes to payroll processing, do you think? Like prehistoric stuff? Well, thinking? Oh, absolutely. A absolutely. Uh, for instance, things change a lot. Uh, there's 45S that came out three or four years ago where you can get a tax credit if you pay for time off. Okay. Clients know all about it. Hmm. Every new client I get in, I would say that maybe one in 10 has ever heard of it. And we put them on it immediately because if they give time off for sick days, taking care of sick children, uh, any of these kind of things that would otherwise be um, medical leave act, but they're not subject to it, they can get a tax credit. All they have to do is report it. It's that simple. So we show them how to track it. Then at the end of the year, we give it to whoever their tax preparer is, and they get a tax credit. Free money. Okay. So those are the, those are things. And then the biggest source of errors in, for employment tax is arithmetic calculation errors. Don't add things upright, multiple things outright on the forms. Okay. That's the biggest source of single biggest source of errors. Our systems don't make arithmetic mistakes, okay? Because <laughs> we pay for very expensive software and maintain it and, and, and see to it that it, it takes care of things. That's the biggest thing. The next thing is small businesses don't know what they don't know. Mm. They don't know what they have to file. They don't know when to file. They don't know what they have to deposit. They don't know when they have to deposit. So those five things will solve most of the problems they have. And we take care of all those. They don't have to worry about what do I file? We file it. They don't have to worry about what do I deposit? We deposit it. When do I deposit? We take care of that. When do I file that form? We take care of that. All those things we take care of. The small businessman doesn't ever have to think about it. <laughs> I love what I'm hearing here. So tell us, who do you serve? Who's your ideal client? Certain industry, certain size? Tell us about that. like small business, under 50 employees. Okay. That's who we market to. Now we have bigger clients and we take very good care of them. Don't misunderstand me. Like 10 to 50, is there a range there or? One. Oh, really? Huh. A lot of people who just pay themselves because it keeps them out of problems. It okay. gets everything done for them. They don't have to think about it. Okay. They don't have to file their 941. They don't have to file their state unemployment. They don't have to file their state income tax. They don't have to make the state deposits, the local deposits. File the forms to keep up with the changes, keep up with the date changes, keep up with changes because they grow or they shrink. We do all that for them. Okay. They don't have to think about it. A lot of them, a lot of onesies are automatic. Once a month, we send them out a direct deposit. Mm. Draft their bank account. It's all done. Everything's taken care of. They don't mm. have to think about it. So we like the under 50, uh, but we handle bigger ones. As far as industry, uh, we handle all kinds of industries, you know, from dog groomers to construction to restaurants. We even had a profit 
we're here in one of the uh, Dallas uh, suburbs, there was a prophet and he had a temple and everything else. We handled his payroll for his people. Apparently he didn't predict himself going out of business, but you know. <laughs> oh God. Oh my goodness. Wow. So you, you're working, you're working with the self-employed. Are they sole proprietorships to LNCs? It doesn't matter. A sole proprietor doesn't pay payroll. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. LLC may or may not, depending upon how they're set up, whether they're multiple members, whether they pay taxes as a partnership, a sole proprietor, or a corporation. A lot of our businesses are small corporations, single, single member, single person corporations, single stockholders. Okay. Because even if you're if you have a corporation and you work in it, you're an employee and you have to pay yourself. You have to withhold taxes. You have to pay the employer share of taxes. You have to deposit them. You have to file the forms. You have to do the W-2s. You have to, you may have to have state unemployment and state income tax and so on. So there's a lot of single person corporations that we take care of. And I'm glad you broke that down because I think for a lot of solopreneurs, they don't incorporate because they they know they have to do all that kind of paperwork and they don't want to so they don't end up incorporating you, is that true it incorporating is the cheapest insurance you will ever buy wow as a sole, as a sole proprietor everything you own is at risk mm. everything your house your savings your retirement your pensions your bank accounts, everything is at risk. If you're incorporated, only the assets of the corporation are at risk. And if you're a smart, small business, corporation has no assets, okay? And if you get sued and a big time lawyer comes in and says, we're suing you for $10 million, you just hand to the corporation and go file a new one the next day. Mm. The hell with them, they can have it. They get the name, that's all they get. Because they got to take the, and, and if you're smart, the corporation's in the negative, so they got to take the negative, and the lawyer looks at that, and he's going to walk away. Wow. Do you incorporate people? Do you offer that service as well? Okay. In some states, if I do that, I'm um, practicing law without a license. Oh, I got you. In so Texas, yeah, I help my clients. I What I do is I say, buy the book, How to Form a Corporation in Your State. Gotcha. They're about $29.95. Read that. If you got any questions, call me. <laughs> the forms are all in the book. Just fill them out. You want me to look at them? Sure, I'll look at them. But I'm not going to tell you. But if you have a question, I can answer it for you. So I help people. Mm-hmm. Because I don't some practice law without a license, particularly on when, I, when I'm talking to somebody live. <laughs> <laughs> so incorporating LLC, does it matter? What, what do you, since I've got this expert here, what are your thoughts on that? There are advantages and disadvantages to LLC versus corporation. They're, they're minor. Uh, the biggest thing is uh, in an LLC, you can make disproportionate distributions. So if you've got somebody that's put in the money and somebody that's putting in the labor and you're going to pay the money guy back first out of the profits, you can do that in an LLC. In a corporation, you can't do it as dividend. You'd have to do it as loans and, and returns of capital and other things. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest differentiation. If you're an LLC, I recommend that you file a 2553 and file your taxes as a 
subchapter S corporation. Mm. Okay, it's just uh, subchapter S is is a pass through entity, and you can be an LLC and file that way, and that way you get the the ten percent um, business income deduction plus everything's passed through, so the entity doesn't pay any taxes. Okay, so it's that... much more, and, and your CPA can can detail you out the the all the details on that or they can call me and I'll do it. But I, I recommend uh, uh, an S-corp status for tax filings. Partnership is the worst thing to be. So, so if you've got somebody else in the LLC, don't file a 1065. You're going to overpay your taxes, okay. period. File as an S-corp. I got you. Because to the entrepreneur, it's all about paying less in taxes and liability protection. I mean, that's, that's like two of the big... Liability protection first, then less taxes. Because liability... You know, you get slip and fall, and somebody can take literally everything you own. So I, I recommend incorporating, uh, even for small businesses. Uh, in Texas, it's three hundred dollars. In California, I think it's eight. It varies, uh, and there's California's tough because you got to pay eight hundred bucks every year, even if you're a very small business. In Texas, if you do under a million dollars, you don't pay every year. You you only pay to set up, and then it's it's free until you hit a million dollars. And then they hit you with the what they call franchise tax. Gotcha, gotcha. But like you said, your CPA can give you the best advice for first off the liability protection and then paying less in taxes. So that's the key. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, uh, your lawyer can help you with the, the liability too, but uh, frankly, they tend to overcharge. Gotcha, gotcha. So going back to your payroll processing services, are your clients across the country or are they, are they limited to the state of Texas? We're national. We're in, uh, I think, up to 48 states now. I don't think we have anybody in Maine, and I'm not sure about Montana at the moment, but we have in Alaska, Hawaii, New York, California, uh, Florida, Texas, New Mexico, you name it. I love it. We're all over the place. We're, we're all over the country. So give me a client success story that you're really particularly proud of. Is there, is there one you want to share for our audience? Let me, let me give you one. This was a penalty. The client had screwed up on his W-2s. And the IRS wanted a penalty that started at about $75,000. Over the course of the nine years it took to solve the problem, it was up to $95,000. I got into it for my client and we appealed it and appealed it and appealed it. Uh, went to the appeals office hearing, went to the appeals supervisor, went to the director of field operations, which is over a, a region of appeals offices. He wouldn't return my calls. Hmm. So I called him every month for a year. And then at that point, I'd been on ERSAC. So I called the deputy chief of appeals in DC, who I knew, hmm. and said, you know, I, I can't get a hold of so-and-so. He won't return my phone calls. And she said, I'll have him call you. He called me that afternoon. Apologized. There was some sort of problem on that number. He wasn't getting the calls. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> we talked about it. And he agreed that it didn't need to be looked at. And so he assigned it to a new appeals office up in Minnesota. And about three months later, we got a letter from that appeals office saying that they had abated the penalty in full and that the client was due a refund of about $450. Mm. 
So we went from a $95,000 penalty to a $450 refund. It only took nine years. <laughs> Holy cow. Nine. Oh my gosh. You're, you're like IRS. A, you're like a Marvel superhero, a comic book superhero or something, right? I mean, you're like to the rescue, Batman. The, the attorney for the client did say, Charles, if I ever have another one like this coming up, I'm calling you. <laughs> Send out the signal. <laughs> well, listen, my friend, uh, this has certainly been enlightening. And I tell you, for our listeners out here, anyone who owns a business, Hear what this guy is saying. He is a true authority. He is a rock star. He is a guru, whatever word you want to use. When not only what I'm picking up on is not only in terms of payroll processing, but all things related to it that you need to have some guidance from. Okay. So Charles, is there anything else you want to say for our, for our audience? One of the newest, newest things we've done in the last couple of months is we've instituted crypto payroll. Oh, for for those clients or their employees who are interested, we can actually, and we have several ways of doing it, make part of their payroll go directly into cryptocurrencies for them. So that's a new thing we're doing. But beyond that, my standard piece of advice for for businesses is one I stole from Bill Gates. Hmm. People overestimate what they can accomplish in a year and underestimate what they can accomplish in a decade. It's a marathon, guys. Man, that's sage wisdom right there. I love that. Man, I may have to steal that from you myself. <laughs> I stole it from Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> so, Charles, one more time, if people are who are tuning in are saying, I love what this guy is saying, I want to connect with him, once again, your URL for your website, and if you're on social media, that as well, please. It's Get Payroll. Uh, it's getpayroll.com and it's getpayroll on Instagram, um, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We've got a whole bunch of videos, some serious educational ones and some fun ones. Uh, the most recent series is, is Charlie the Bartender, and it's a blast. So, uh, you know, uh, getpayroll.com, getpayroll at all the social media outlets, uh, please. And if they, if they got a question, my email is cjr at Get Payroll. And if it's something they need right now, 972-353-0000. Ask for Charles. Outstanding. Well, listen, thank you so much. You are awesome. And this is a topic that a lot of people may not want to talk about because <laughs> for whatever emotional reasons, but I do appreciate having someone like you who could provide such perspective and insights and Like I said, you are a true authority, 30 plus years. This guy is a rock star. So be sure to get in connection with him. If this is something of of interest or you have a need or a want for this, this is the guy to start with. All right. So until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Branding Evangelist, signing off. Take care. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you 
are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise. I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more and you would like to be a guest on this program. I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brandforwardleadership forward slash apply and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag BrandForgeLeadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. (laughs) So your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart, to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.